Welcome to broadcast number 48, the first broadcast of season 4 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show, which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into game development. Today is November 8th, 2014, and I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the U.S. East Coast. We have uh, with us today Liv from IndieBox. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. And yourself? Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Liv. I'm with IndieBox. Um, I, we are a company based out of Orlando. We ship every month a mystery subscription box filled with really cool collectibles and an indie game inside. So you can check us out at theindiebox.com. Yeah, they they have some really cool collectibles. I just got my first indie box a little while back. By a little while back, I mean a few days ago. Um, it's the Luftrazers box, and it's it's really great. Uh, it's it's Blombeer's game, and it's got the game inside, DRM free, on a USB drive. It's got a little foam airplane that you can build, uh, an iron-on badge, an awesome sticker, and all sorts of stuff. Super cool. Um, so we're going to jump into our news like usual. So this is kind of the introduction to season four right here. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up this season. Uh, tons of interviews. We have something like, uh, I think 17 or 18 broadcasts planned. Uh, we're going all the way out into June or July of 2015, possibly August, uh, depending on how everything goes. And uh, our site's been getting a bunch of updates, uh, tons of stuff. Uh, we have new updates coming up later this month. There's going to be a uh, sign-up form, so you can have a, an account on IndieFunction.com. And then that also ties in with the re-release of Indie Burst, which um, I don't know if any of the listeners out there know what it is, but it's a social network that we worked on a while back that we're relaunching. And yeah, so we we have tons of interviews coming up. A uh, lot of interesting people that uh, we hadn't heard of until recently, and it's like wow, there's there's a lot of really cool stuff being done in the indie scene. Like we we have indie box. We never thought that we'd have um, a uh, non-developer on the show, but it it fit pretty well with you guys. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's season four in a nutshell. So let's jump into the uh, next topic. So there's a bunch of game jams going on right now for developers. There's seven day FPS uh, that started last night or earlier this morning, depending on your location in the world. And it's a seven day competition where you try to make a first person shooter and do something interesting with it. Uh, Cause a lot of the first person shooters in the market right now are super generic, they're all the same, so the the whole goal of the uh, competition is to spark some interest in FPSs again and get some interesting, unique games out there. Uh, one that I remember from the 2012 competition was a game where you uh, you hold a video camera and you shoot a, a war uh, that's going on, and uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. And then there was there's a painting game last year that I really enjoyed. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you you shoot your your paint gun everywhere, and that's cool. Uh, there's also 
proc jam, which is a procedural generation jam. Uh, I don't know what the website is for that. Uh, seven day FPS can be found at seven D FPS.com. And then there's also the leap motion jam going on right now, which is six weeks long. Uh, if you want to join into that, you have to be in by the 15th. Uh, the leap motion is a new controller that has an infrared light on it and it basically tracks your hands and it can be used for virtual and augmented reality. There's also a little clip that can go onto the front of Oculus Rift dev kits, so you can do all sorts of cool stuff with that. Um, their site is, I believe, leapmotion.com. Uh, yeah, that's it. So you can, you can join their jam with that. All right, so the next one uh, is do distribute uh, the Alpha launched, which is pretty cool. It's made by uh, Vlambeer's uh, Rami Ismail, and he's been working on this for, oh, I don't even know how long, probably since this past spring. And it's basically a distribution uh, site that allows you to put in keys for your uh, indie games, uh, Steam keys, PSN, Xbox One, uh, iPhone, you know, App Store stuff. And you put all your keys on there, and then press can request um, a press copy. So it manages all your keys for you, uh, it encrypts everything, and then you're able to send out keys with ease, and also check to see if the press is verified. Because there's been a lot of people just emailing uh, developers saying, hey, can I, have, can I have a key? I'm with this YouTube channel, and they're not with that YouTube channel. So it's uh, pretty, pretty cool. Um, also, with with Steam Keys, um, oh shoot, I forgot where I was going. There's somewhere. Well, I'll I'll come back to it if I haven't uh, or if I remember it. So Unity 5.0 pre-order uh, beta is available right now. So if you are a Unity 4.6 user or, or a uh, pre-order user of the beta, you can now get a hold of the beta, you know. <laughs> uh, so there's new tutorials available for um, users that want to get started with it, and there's a thousand new features. There's a new 64-bit editor, um, an alternative to you know the usual 32-bit program, uh, WebGL deployment, which is super exciting. You don't have to use the Unity player in the browser anymore, so you can just deploy using a native WebGL HTML5 features, and uh, tons and tons and tons of features. Uh, check out the official features page at unity3d.com slash five, and you can check out more about the new Unity. And the final thing that we have for news is the IGF 2015 main competition entrants have been announced. Uh, there's 639 entries from uh, indie developers and uh, first-time entrants, which is crazy. 639. Um, I don't know what the numbers have been before, but that's, that's a lot of games. And they said that they're going to have the finalists announced in January, meaning that they have about two months to go through all those games. I don't know how many... People on the staff, do you live? 
Um, I am completely sorry. What was the question? <laughs> oh, <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know how many people are on the uh, Independent Games Festival uh, staff? Like, uh, the people that play the games? I, and do, I do not know um, that off the top of my head. Uh, for events, usually, um, because we're, we're such a small staff, I am hyper-specialized with the exact correct information that, that I need to know. Uh, <laughs> So I, I know right now an awful lot about Free Play Florida, but I, I don't know an awful lot about that particular uh, that particular con off the top of my head. Oh, all right. Yeah. So let's let's say they have eight or ten people. That's uh, let me let me pull up my calculator. That's like sixty-four games per person plus, uh, you know, up, upwards to like a hundred games per person to play in two months. Um, that's that's a lot. Yeah. You can check out all of the entries on the IGF.com website. Uh, it should be pretty easy to find. Yep, it's right at the top entrance. Oh, it's it's on the homepage. Sorry. So you can you can check out all the games. There's a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, games that you'll recognize like uh, 1001 Spikes and other games that have been made in the last year, and a lot of games that you haven't recognized that look really great. So yeah, um, that's it for our news. So let's let's jump into the interview. We have Liv with us today. Yay! Um, if, if you want to ask questions, uh, you can either tweet us. Our Twitter is IndieFunction. Uh, IndieBox's Twitter is TheIndieBox, right? Yes, you need to include the the, or I think you end up uh, tweeting at some sort of uh, music festival. I'm really not sure. Uh, and you did, you got our name wrong earlier, twice on your Twitter. Come on, man. It's at IndieBox. At IndieBox? <laughs> we're... We're... No, we are the IndieBox, T-H-E-80. We are that's, the only that's ones that's what I tweeted. Ones. That's totally what I tweeted. Oh, no, that's totally what not what I tweeted. Ah. With, who is IndieBox? Ah. <laughs> it's all right. Where's the edit um, button? Twitter. <sighs> Social media wasn't designed, you know, to be a, a disaster very slightly all the time. It wouldn't be nearly as entertaining as it is. Uh, true, true. All right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna put out another tweet. Uh, we are live with at the IndieBox. Yes. Not <laughs> whoever these at IndieBox posers are. Sorry. All right, there we go. It's all fixed. Sure. All right. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you guys want to listen, or listen, well, you already are listening to us. If you want to ask us questions, you can jump into our IRC. Uh, it's found at IndieFunction.com slash radio. Um, it should be at the bottom of the page. If it's not, then something's wrong with your internet connection. So yeah, just jump in there, grab a username, and uh, you can ask us questions, um, preferably for Liv, but if you want to ask me a question, too, I, I guess that's okay. It's happened in the past. Um, well, I'm comfortable with sharing the spotlight. If they have questions for you, that's, that's <laughs> not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, how'd, you get, how'd you get involved with IndieBox? Well, actually, first, uh, you, should, you should recap. Uh, what IndieBox is for people who are just tuning in? Yes, so uh, we are the mystery uh, box subscription company. Every single month, our subscribers um, have a box 
filled with, they're not really sure what, delivered to their door. Um, what's always included in our boxes um, is a really high-quality indie game. Um, it's always an indie game, and we believe in supporting indie developers. Um, there's really cool collectibles in our box every month. Um, so for Left Browsers, uh, we sent out a, uh, a really cool patch that just belongs on a leather jacket. It needs no other home. Um, <laughs> and uh, a, a really cool medal that went along with it. Uh, and, you know, for some of our previous boxes, we've had pins and we've had, um, you know, really awesome stickers. But um, so when you and I, you know, when we were younger, I know you're a little younger than me, but, when, you know, when I was younger, all PC games came in a box. Mm-hmm. You store, and you picked it up. And you unpacked it in the car ride on the way home. Yep. And even before you got to that digital experience of inserting the CD into the computer and playing the game, you got to read about things. And if you got a collector's edition, you got to um, have that physical interaction with the game. Now that most PC games are digitally sold, um, there's a lot of nostalgia about that experience of having um, the ability to interact with with features of the game or, you know, with, with things around the game in the physical sort of realm. And so that's what we're doing is bringing back the box. Uh, we just shipped out Brutal Legends. Uh, the International Shipping Gods didn't uh, smile on us this month, so there was a bit of a delay. <laughs> but um, everyone is so excited about what they're getting in this box that they don't care. Um, we haven't had a single tweet or, or anything to that effect that, you know, once they've gotten their box that they really cared that, you know, it took an extra couple of days to get to them. Um, but we're, we are expanding very rapidly. Um, I just joined in in October, or sorry, no, the end of September. Um, I worked with the promotion and just as we were shipping out Lux Rousers, we worked, I worked on a Brutal Legend all this month. And I am currently working uh, in have everything in the plans to promote a game that shall not be named uh, for November. A game that must not be named. Uh-oh. That's not a hint. That's just me being a Harry Potter nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so someone will take it as a hint because that's how our fan base works. Well, I haven't taken it as a hint because I was I was at your office and I might have might have heard what the game was. But it, it's, it's, it's a secret with me. Don't worry. Okay. Um, otherwise, we'd have to kill you. And that would be... We're running out of space with bodies. I, I think 1000 Mics backs this up. So even if I don't upload it, there will still be audio proof that, <laughs> that you're going to kill me. Exactly. It's like, well, you know who to go look for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we are actually... I am today able to give away a slightly lower number, because the only 3,000 of these were ever made. Um, the ones that were shipped out, the numbers were picked at, at random. Um, we like to say that, you know, the rock gods destined you for a certain number. Um, it was picked out by, uh, you know, one of someone channeling them. But I have with <laughs> me a lower number uh, copy of Brutal Legends that I would love to have someone take off my hands today. So if you well, the uh, copy will go to the person who asks the best question. Ooh. And what defines the best is entirely arbitrary. <laughs> it's up to us. So yeah, jumping, jumping on our, bleh, our RRC, our 
R-I-R-C. I don't know why that was so hard to say. Uh, and ask what the best restaurant around here is or something. Or, or you know, something about IndieBox. Yeah. Tweeting works, too. Facebook, hit, hit up the MySpace. We'll, we'll go start up a MySpace profile. We should do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> IndieBox, Indie, I don't think IndieBox should have an ironic MySpace page, but I, I think that would be a great fit. As, as someone who works in social media, it'd be a great fit for your show, man. I, I think it might happen. I think it yeah. just might happen. All right. So you said that you got, uh, or you, you jumped on board with IndieBox during the Luftrausers, um, I, I, I don't know, shift? What, what would you call it? Uh, packing? Uh, month? Uh, <laughs> month. Yeah, it was actually while I, I started the day, like, the day packing started. And so you were there for packing, and you saw how chaotic it was. Mm-hmm. So... Jumping, like, straight into that was a trip. Um, <laughs> um, because normally in our office every day, there's, like, three. Normally it's just, you know, um, the, the vice president uh, and the president and me, and then occasionally, you know, during the mornings, our interns. And so um, it went from, like, having a ton of people to, like, really quiet in about the space of a week. So that was that was definitely a trip. Um and you learn to enjoy both, both the, like, the chaos of packing and us, like, taking up an unreasonable amount of space in that office. Um, and then, you know, once all the packing is done, it sort of gets quiet again, and you can work, and, you know, people aren't, aren't asking you for parking passes all the time, and then, you know, it goes right back up to packing again. <clears throat> it was social media <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the packaging thing was crazy, and, uh, I mean, I didn't see the Luftrausers packing. I was there for the Brutal Legend, but I can I can just imagine. It was crazier than Luftrausers. Much, much crazier. <sighs> Sheesh. Yeah, no, so... Like, the, the whole packing thing with Brutal Legend was crazy. So, um... We, we were Twitch streaming it, and, uh... Like, I, I just couldn't get the, uh the leather-scented um, air freshener in the box at the beginning. That was the hardest one. And then we finally figured out the thing, or, the like, the best method the second day. Yeah. And did, you, have you, did you try packing one of those boxes? I did. I, I don't know why no one thinks I packed any boxes. I, it was because it was you were running the social media and going crazy I, with, with all I the tech. I was everything. <laughs> Um, I did pack a number of them. Um, I am bad at it because for whatever reason, I was not um, blessed with good spatial reasoning skills. And so, like, <laughs> remember, we had to, like, slide it in there, like, sort of catty corner, like, sort of sideways. Oh and then, like, shove it all down as, like, one unit. And I'm like, I'm awful at this. I'm just going to go, like, get people, like, beer and, and <laughs> run the Twitch stream because I am so much better at that. And then they put me on the... Um, uh, the shrink wrap for a while, which was a disaster. Um, oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> so luckily, luckily someone came and took over for me there. I think that was that was the most fun station that I had. Shrink wrap. Were, were you on the like putting it in the shrink wrap or the the blow or the the air blower thingy? 
the heat. No, I was actually putting it in the shrink wrap. Uh, like with the big eye bar, and you have to wait an exact amount of seconds until the light goes, goes off, and then you have to pull it off, and then that immediately breaks the shrink wrap. Uh, <laughs> and if you are listening, yes, every single one of our boxes are not only packed by hand, they're shrink wrapped by hand, which takes ages. Yeah, it. What? How long did it take you guys this time? I was only there for Sunday and Monday. Did you guys go to Wednesday? We are actually slowly packing the remainder of the boxes. Uh, we are almost at, like, we're probably only 100 away from 3,000, because what, what happened was, like, everyone had to go back to work. And, you know, we'd all been pulling 15, 16-hour days for, like, several days in a row, and so now we just have, um, like, my husband was packing boxes this week. Um, all day long. He was, you know, we were both there from like 10 in the morning until like, you know, eight or nine at night. And so he packed boxes all day. And then, you know, um, Hex, who's, he's one of our um, founders, he, he has been packing boxes all week. And so we're almost done. And, um, but yeah, no, so we, this, this month was a huge push because we were running a little bit behind. And so we had to get out the, number that we're going out to our subscribers and then after that we sort of like took a deep breath and we're like okay the rest of this can take a minute but we had to get them all out to our subscribers as quickly as we physically could sheesh yeah it's it's day seven now or did or did you guys start last saturday i don't, I don't even know was it saturday or sunday that you started we started like we started last saturday um but it's not it's not because we're doing a low we've done a low volume like during this week um, it does slow down a little bit, and that just shows you how important our um, our, our assembly line is, uh, where, you know, you have the one end that puts all the stuff in the boxes, and then they hand stuff off to the people who are shrink, uh, who are doing shrink wrapping, and then shrink wrapping hands off to the people who are doing the steam keys, and then they hand off to the people who are putting them in the shipping boxes, and then we put the shipping labels on, and then someone has to seal it. Um, and it's that, that whole assembly line, if that comes down to just one person, doing stuff all day, it gets so much slower. And so um, it, it's just doing like, you know, 200 at a time, sealing them, and then 200 at a time shrink wrapping, and then 200 at a time steam keys, and then 200 at a time shipping boxes. Um, it gets, it, it slows down a lot. But um, it's always awesome when we can get our whole assembly line in there and thank you so much for coming to help out by the way you were awesome oh no problem it was it was a blast like i i saw you guys tweet like oh hey we need we need help in orlando and i was like oh hey orlando's near me oh i should i should go i've got stuff to do but i i can continue procrastinating totally mm -hmm. <laughs> It, it's become really neat because people are starting to think of it, you know, less as coming to box and getting, you know, getting paid and getting free pizza and beer and all that. And it's become almost like a networking opportunity mm -hmm. for, for local, like, you know, not necessarily game devs, but people who are in the gaming community. And so, like, you met us um, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, the, um, the guy from Manly Game Days was there. <laughs> and so we're probably doing something with them at some point, um, just, you know, showing up at an event or something. So it's become, it's becoming a thing that's like, <laughs> that's almost like a networking or a social event, um, which wasn't pre-thought out or planned. It just sort of, you guys just sort of made it happen like that. Sweet. 
yeah, no, like, uh, even, even person networking, like, I, there's some cool people that I met there, um, like Hex, uh, we, we chatted a bunch while we were shrink wrapping, uh, he's, he's a super nice guy, and then, uh, James is pretty cool, and that's this, that's pretty much all I really chatted with, um, but yeah, like, it, super fun, super fun area. Workspace. There we go. Yeah. That's that's the word I'm looking So, do you do you guys work um, all the time? Like, what? Who? How many people work full time at IndieBox, and how many people work part time? So there are three of us who are full time employees of IndieBox. Mm -hmm. uh, me, I'm the marketing director. There's Jason, who is the vice president slash shipping logistics slash everything else that could possibly ever be invented that needs to be done. He's also a programmer. Um, and then there's James, who does every single thing that isn't part of my job or Jason's job, and he's the president. We're um, the, the full-time team. And then we also have a spectacular artist who does almost all of the art in all of our boxes, um, and, all of, and he, he creates or works to create the items that actually go in the box. Um, so, like, all the, the the brutal legend, like, item designs and stuff, that's all him, and his name is CJ. And he, you know, we're, we're working on getting him hired full-time. And then we have this sort of, then we have a list of people who, um, who either are volunteering or who are there part-time, um, who just think it's a really good idea and want to support us, you know, as we grow. And they, they're, like, just waiting until we can... You know, they just hire people, but we're we're growing like crazy. We're we're just under a thousand subscribers. Um, we're only you know six months out from our. This is our sixth box that we shipped out with Brutal Legend, and which is crazy exciting. It's you know a huge amount of growth for a startup company, and so you know we want to be you know huge by the end of the year. We fully expect to hit you know five thousand next year. Um, but the, the neatest thing, you know, that's because we are small, is we're much more agile. Um, we can do things that, you know, big companies like Loot Crate can't do. Like, I can mm -hmm. sit there and tweet at 12.45 at night because I'm sitting on my couch watching a movie and I see someone has an unboxing photo. <laughs> um, you know, big, big companies don't do that. They, they are completely staffed by people who are an almost unhealthy amount of workaholic. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of the founders, but, you know, I, I work, you know, 24 hours a day just like everybody else. And so, you know, we, we work crazy hard to make sure that every single subscriber, you know, feels as, as valued as, as we feel they are. Um, and so we are little, but we consider that a huge advantage over our competitors. Yeah, you guys definitely, like, have that personal... Um connection there you guys feel much more like a family than a company like you you have that indie spirit um yeah definitely um and that that, that was one of the things that like made me want to want to come there originally it's like you know what they, these guys seem pretty cool i'll i'll go check them out and i'm glad i did <laughs> okay. yesterday we actually had someone we were having trouble mailing to their house um and we're like you know what you live 20 minutes away do you just want to come pick up your box? And so he did. He just dropped by the office. And there was someone who said they might be coming by to help box yesterday afternoon. And so he shows up, 
and I assume he's that guy. <laughs> because he didn't say, outright, I'm here to pick up my box. And so I, like, run in, I get on a parking lot, I come back out, and I'm, like, you know, going to give him instructions about boxing. And he's like, oh, no, I'm here to pick up my coffee. And I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> well, you um, and, and, you know, we, we, you know, said hi to him, and, you know, it's, it's really, um, it's, it's, it's really neat being able to sort of interface with your customers like that, because, you know, like I, like we said, we're, we're a company that deals with, you know, what is originally meant to be an almost exclusively digital product. Um, and we sort of take that into the, the third dimension and make it real and sort of make it a real world thing. And our community is a huge part of that. Um, you guys, like every, you know, people who are listening who already know about IndieBox, um, we call you guys the IndieBox family. And we didn't come up with that. Um, some of our community members started calling themselves that. And so we just picked it up and ran with it because that's really, you know, how we feel about them. And so being able to get someone actually like, in the office to pick up their box is and just like, hey, you know what? And if it comes back to us next month, just come back in. I promise not to think you're here to box next time. <laughs> and you should have told him that he has to work to get his box. Like, well, that's... he said he's coming back next month to, <laughs> to help box regardless. So we're going to hold you to that, man, because, we, you know, we've got your box if it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what what can you tell us about uh, future indie boxes? Are there are there any games that are on your guys' radar? I guess I guess you probably can't really talk about that because that would totally spoil future. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I can't talk specifics about games that are on necessarily our radar, um, both because you know until we get a contract signed, nothing is definite. Um, and but you know we are always looking. Um, we always have our sort of criteria up on our website. It's at the indiebox.com slash um, SAQ. And it, uh, you know, basically lays out, you know, if you're a game dad out there listening, um, exactly what it is we're looking for, for games to go in our boxes. And it's that they have to always support uh, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Um, they can't have a score of 74 or worse. Uh, on Steam, and they need to have a rating of uh, 8.0 or better on the Indie Database. Um, and it must have been released no more than six months from the time we initially contacted them. We broke that a little bit with Brutal Legend, but because it was, um, we were able to do a fifth anniversary release. Um, we were we sort of fit that rule, you know, just a little bit in order to get, you know, a really cool uh, uh, game into a really cool box, you know, for that release. Um, we are, we do have a couple of, of things that are going to be new releases that are coming in the next year. Um, I can't talk about <laughs> what exactly they are, um, but we, you know, we're, we're, we're always listening. So if you think you have a game that might match that, um, you can always email, you know, me. I'm Liv at theindiebox.com, L-I-V at theindiebox, um, and I'll make sure that, you know, the rest of our team takes a look. Perfect. Yeah, there's there's a few games that I've been thinking about. Like every time I play a game, I'm like, would this be a good indie box? <laughs> what 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 items could they put in there? And, and, and I find that like I'll I'll find a game that I really like. Like there was there was a game um, I played the other the other night um, that was an indie game that I won't mention the name of, but it was awesome. Um, and, you know, their release isn't for another six months, but I played the alpha and it was so cool. And so like I sent an email out 
you know, to the rest of the team, and I was like, we need to take a look at this, and then everyone else thought it was boring. So, we, it's really interesting, and we have a really diverse group of, you know, the types of gamers and the types of games we play, um, so we don't end up getting stuck in a rut. Um, you know, we all have different opinions, like, I, you know, I, I love horror games, and I love, um, I play an unhealthy amount of civilization, um, and, you know, we, but we all play Minecraft. So, <laughs> you know, we have a, a really diverse uh, group of gamers who, you know, are, are helping look for games and uh, are making decisions about which ones are going to go in. Yeah, there's, there's a really fun indie game that I will mention that I played the other night. Um, I've, I've probably already logged in like 15 hours and it's been out since the 4th. Any, anybody that knows what the game is already knows from that. Uh, the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. I've been playing that like crazy and I was thinking about all the weird little trinkets that you could, you could put in that box. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would that would definitely you know that would be cool. Uh, I can't you know comment either way about it, but you know because that's our our policy is you know we're we're solving mystery. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had a, a a test of of what we were uh, if we were going to open up and talk to you know tell our community what game it was in October, and we're sort of still you know processing that and seeing seeing how that went. But um, yeah, that I I haven't played it yet. It's on my list of stuff to play. I have to play November's game, but, but the, the box is going in the game, or the game that's going in the box first, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that I can market it effectively. <laughs> um, that, that's, that, that's literally like, as soon as this interview is done, I'm going to go play that game. Um, but don't stalk my Steam profile, because you won't see it. Um, <laughs> because we are in free! So... Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. You you guys really thought that through. I I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, I I the reason um the reason I'm good at and the reason I like you know social media is and and you can if you're ever looking to hire someone to run your internet presence, make sure they're paranoid because if you're not paranoid, then you're not doing your job right. Um, and so with a healthy amount of paranoia, knowing that you know we have fans who um really get into the hints that we dropped. Like last month for Brutal Legend, um, we had like legend that had been being spelled out over, you know, multiple months since the first box um, on the side of the box. If you, you know, pick up your left browser's copy, I think you'll see um, in on the side of it, if I'm correct. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you put all the boxes together with their spine spacing out, you know, in order, it spells legend. <laughs> We did a, uh, a hint dropping campaign starting in like uh, the first or the second week of, of October, um, where every day we we dropped the letter in in some sort of like you know little hint droppy way um, on the internet. You know the first one was uh, I built an L out of Legos and put it on the table at we were at a, an Orlando Tech Week event that was Indie Domicon, and um, it, people were like, "What's the L about?" and they guessed for like three or four days and like the next one was like you know um e and i think i like uh made it out of leaves or something and so everyone for the longest time thought it was like legends of grimrock or something and i'm like <laughs> no look at this look at the box like it's and then um yeah it's it we kept we started dropping like more hints about brutal and all that stuff one person guessed it right and then everyone told him he was wrong it was <laughs> 
No, it can't be Pool yeah. Legends. <laughs> that was actually what they said. Like, it can't possibly be. Like, there's no way. They've never done a game that big. It's like, oh, really? About that. Guess what? <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Uh, now, now I want to look for all your guys' hints for the next yeah, game. Yeah, you're going to creep, like, on all of our... <laughs> and since, since I already know what it is, I can I can find those hints even better. Yay! Hey. <laughs> I, I don't remember what the name is. I can see the game in my head, but, you know, it works. All right, so let's let's. You, if you, oh, sorry. If you want spoiled for you, and you live in the Orlando area. Come help us, box. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll remember then. Yeah, I I think I'll I'll come join you. When when's the next boxing session, by the way? Um, it is tentatively um the weekend of Free Play Florida because we don't have enough going on that weekend. It is um going to be Saturday the twenty <clears> second <throat> and Sunday the twenty third. Okay. Um, and it's probably basically going to be 24 hours a day uh, that weekend. If we get all of our stuff in before then, um, we will we will be boxing earlier. But tentatively, that's what it is. All right. I I can't do the 22nd because I'll be right here doing the show. But um, you can come after afterwards, yeah. If if I'm not dead. <laughs> do the show live from our conference room. There we go, because the Twitch streams have such great quality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now the uh, the Twitch stream actually wasn't too bad of quality. I, I came home and watched it for a little bit, but um, I I don't know about the audio on it. I yeah, I don't either. So the, the video was okay. Yeah. So um, did you guys know that there's actually another another boxing uh group that started up? After you guys, probably because they found it. Uh, which one? It's called Hero Crate. Um, somebody retweeted them this morning, and I was like, "Oh, hey, I should mention that." So yeah, not only have you guys created um super awesome boxes, but you've inspired other people to start their own ones. And basically, this one is uh, uh, crates with uh just uh, nerd. Uh, memorabilia. So, like, the first one they had Batman, the second one was Mr. Hulk, and then uh, the October one was the Little Green Jedi, so it's got a bunch of random uh, Yoda stuff, and they're, they're also a mystery box, too, so... Yeah. Well, the, the thing about those boxes, and this is, this is the way we talk about it around the office, um, and, and my opinion on it, is um, anyone can get a box, go get some stuff, that's sort of cool, or really cool, put it in there, and mail it to you. Mm -hmm. Literally, it, you, that's how eBay works. Anyone can do that. <laughs> yep. What not everybody can do is love you unconditionally and <laughs> um, really provide a feeling of, of community around it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we're working on, um, there's a lot of video content that we actually have in, in the pipeline. Um, we did, like, a uh, time lapse of our boxing this month. Um, we also have, you know, a lot of content that's coming down the line um, that's going to be for, you know, geared towards Tumblr because we found out we have a huge community over there. We, you know, we really want to really? support them. Um, you know, we made a conscious decision that what makes us different from Hero Crate and Loot Crate and Nerdblock and, you know, all, all the others is that we have the most awesome 
fans in the whole world. They love talking to us. They love talking about us. They love guessing the stuff that's in our boxes. Um, they have they created hashtags about us, like in our Twitch stream. Um, <laughs> you know, we we have a, a really dedicated, really awesome group of people, um, and no one no one else is offering that. No one else is offering that sort of feeling of community around the box. Um, and and the other thing that really makes it different is there's a game inside. So the you know the stuff from from the other boxes or the stuff boxes, um, it's gonna sit on your shelf after a while. Um, you know, a worst case, ours might sit in your Steam library, but, you know, you can always pick it back up again and play it. It has some value um, outside of just the stuff that's packed in the box. And so, you know, but more than that, really, for, for us, it's, you know, making the decision that our community is what makes us different than everybody else. Well said. Well said. Yeah, um, the the hero box looked kind of kind of cool, but it I like well their pricing was also um, much more than your guys's and there's not nearly as cool stuff so I was like yeah I'm not gonna subscribe to them but indie box yes so we we don't have anybody in our IRC which hasn't happened in a long time so you guys need to get in there uh, anybody who's just listening into it now uh, the IRC is at the bottom of the radio page on indiefunction.com. Um, and then you can also get to it uh, by following bit.ly slash indie, and then in all caps, IRC, if you don't want to go to our site for whatever reason. Um, jump in there, tweet us, whatever. We need questions for Liv so we can give away that copy of Brutal Legend. I'm in the IRC. Yeah, yeah. Liv's in there. How cool is that? <laughs> our, our IRC, cool now, just went up. I don't know. Uh, let, let's say 150 times. I think that's a good number. Roughly. That sounds like a solid number. All right. So uh, what what else have you uh, done with the indie game scene besides IndieBox? Have you done anything? I really haven't. Um, I, I come from a really interesting background. Um, I sort of fell into this. Um, it's I, I, uh, my background is a combination of radio, and um, I've done two internships for museums, for marketing and social media with museums. Um, so my, my sort of, when I grew up, goal for the longest time was I wanted to be part of the marketing arm um, of a zoo or an aquarium. <laughs> and because some people want to be, you know, uh, zookeepers, but then I recognized that I would probably kill whatever animal I was trying to help. Um, I, if it wasn't a mammal, I can keep a mammal alive, but anything other than that, I just, it doesn't work out great. Um, but, you know, it was, it was sort of what I wanted to do, and I actually, this, and this is a real story, um, found the, the listing on Craigslist and responded to it. I ended up, um, in Orlando and looking for a job because my husband uh, is part of the Disney college program. And uh, we got married in May and we moved down to Orlando because this is where, you know, he got a job. And uh, I started working for Disney and they, you know, promised full time much faster than it turns out I got it. Uh, And so I started looking for a job and I found this looking for IndieBox and I sort of sent off the the resume thought that would be really, really neat if I managed to get that. 
and then nothing for a week. Uh, <sighs> and then I got an email that was like, hey, can you interview tomorrow? And I'm like, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> and so, you know, I came in, and um, as anyone who's visited Box HQ knows, uh, before anyone says a word to you, not, hi, how are you, what's your name, um, you know, how, how was the drive over, someone shoves a parking pass in your hand and tells you to go back out to the parking lot and stick it on the car. Um, because the, the guy who does the, uh, towing in our lot is a vulture. Uh, it's, um, it's pretty, pretty crazy. And so, you know, I came in and, and interviewed and really liked the environment. And, you know, they said yes later that night. But, um, so this is my first job, um, in the indie gaming scene. Um, I've, I'm a lifelong gamer. Um, I'm still, you know, I've got a bit of a, a learning curve because I'm one, I'm the type of gamer who, takes a favorite game and plays it for all of time. I think I spent my entire middle school playing nothing but Never Winter Nights and Age of Mythology and nothing else um, because that was what I liked to play. Um, and high school was basically the same. I, I, I had two or three games that I played and nothing else. Uh, an unhealthy amount of Zoo Tycoon growing up. Um, and so I'm, you know, learning lots, like I'm learning about new games every single day. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm learning about devs and all that, but it's, it's, it's an amazing community. Um, I never expected to, to, you know, get to interact with a, a community that was just awesome. So I'm really excited to be here, uh, and I'm really excited to be working with everyone who's a fan of indie gaming. Yeah, uh, something that, um, we're mentioning in the upcoming issue of Indie Power Mag is, uh, IndieCade, uh, because I, I went there on a press pass, uh, when was IndieCade? Uh, a month ago. Um, yeah, it was the 10th to the 12th of October. And uh, it was the first festival or games event that I'd ever been to. And it blew me away how just genuinely nice and welcoming everybody was. Like, there, I've never, never really seen a scene like this. So I totally get where you're coming from. And, uh, yeah, uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to all the indie game devs and fans out there, because I, like, every time I think of uh, IndieCade, I smile and I was like, oh, I need to go back there next year. We, we always go to, um, to Indie Namakon, which is here in Orlando, and uh, I, I, the first one I went to, they had over at Lake Eola at the amphitheater, so it was sort of really different than all the, you know, the Indie Namakons that, that normally happen. And it always takes place um, at the downtown Orlando library. And you walk up to the second floor. Mm -hmm. And when you get up there, the first thing you see is this really creepy thing that looks like the librarian assistant from I Am Robot. <laughs> and it's a lady who um, I think like is from like the turn of the century. And um, it's projecting her on there. So you have to walk past her um, and not make eye contact because you're afraid she's going to steal your soul. And uh, into this big room uh, that is full of brand new um, sort of content creation technology. Um, they have an audio studio in there. They have Macs with all of the Adobe Suite Pro Tools and everything. Um, they have this, this huge, basically, suite of um, every type piece of technology you could ever hope to have for, for content creation and a recording studio and everything else. 
And um, that's where they always have a Ninatacon. And so I, I went to my first normal meeting um, just on Thursday night. And it was amazing how many families were there um, to me. And it made me realize, you know, it's not just people who are, you know, who are in their early 20s who are here, you know, in the, in the gaming scene or in the indie gaming scene. Um, because, you know, some people had, had brought their kids and they were like over in the corner or playing with each other. Or, you know, some of them were sitting in the audience like the rest of us and asking really great questions of the dead. Um, and it was it's really neat and fascinating um, just seeing, you know, the indie gaming community and everybody knows each other. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, especially in a town as small as this, um, you know, everybody knows everybody's kids. Like, it's really, it's really cool. Um, and about half of them knew who I was, even though I had never met them before, like just by word of mouth. Um, wow. And so if you're, if you're in Orlando, I can't recommend enough, you know, come out to Indianomicon. It's, um, I think it's the first Thursday of every month at the Melrose Center in Orlando. Uh, we'll always be there. So come by and see us too. Sweet. Yeah. I think, I think I might have to check that out next month. I, I saw you guys, um, tweet about it. I was like, oh shoot, I missed it again. Uh, I, I heard about it, I think, my second month living here, which was uh, last November. I was like, oh, I should go there. And I never have. Because I, I always miss it. Um, yeah, so what is the... Do they set it all up just for Thursday night? Or do they always have their stuff up there? Um, they, that's not all. It's all Indianapolis stuff. The, the Melrose Center is is um, the place that that sort of has all the audio equipment, the technical equipment. They even um, have simulators. Like they have a um, a forklift simulator. It's like in another room, like <laughs> off to the side, just behind the creepy lady. Um, they have there's like a oh god, there's like a plane simulator, um, and you can come in and you basically like take class as an intro to the simulators. And um, you can, like, get certifications with the simulators. And, wow. you know, they have different classes you can take to learn how to use um, Photoshop and, you know, um, Pro Tools and all that. And it's, it's just a really neat thing um, that we have that's a great resource for, for indie game devs, you know, here in Orlando. And I think, I think they have, like, a motion. They were, they were talking to me about a motion capture thing, but I don't know if that's up yet. Um so if we, if you, if you ever see some sort of motion capture, like if we ever, if IndieBox ever produces some sort of video with motion capture, that's where it happens. Because I want to find a reason to use that. Like I don't even know if I could use it well, but <laughs> I really, really want to use it somehow. <laughs> Maybe a motion capture of someone like un- unboxing something. I don't know. You could create a uh, music video with the soundtrack of whatever game it is. There you go. Creating a music video for the bonus track that's in our box every month is the best freaking idea ever. Thank you. I'm going to bother people about that on Monday. <laughs> it, it could be like, uh, you could even do one like the uh, old iPod commercials where like, it's just like the person dancing with the silhouette. Yes. Yeah, it's because um, we've been talking about doing maybe some sort of like trailer for uh, every month for the box that would drop when we sort of announce. Because even even after they've been shipped, we do always sort of, you know, press release goes out. Um, and, you know, it's hard to avoid it being spoiled, but it is possible um, to avoid it. 
And so, you know, having some sort of, like, trailer every month that goes along with that press release that goes out would be a really fucking cool thing. Um, I will definitely have to suggest that to someone. Because um, our my amazing intern, uh, who puts up with way more than she should have to, Jessica, um, is the much more of the video with than me. I'm, a, I'm an audio person. I spent too many years um, trying to figure out how to explain things without the aid of visuals to go back and be able to explain things with the aid of visuals. So... Yep. Yeah, no, she she got the Twitch stream uh, working on my laptop, so yeah, she yeah. she seems pretty uh, tech-savvy. Not not saying that you aren't, just you're you're in a different realm of tech. Yeah. I, I, I know my way around the, uh, the lovely bugs of the Facebook backend. <laughs> I don't even know my way around that, and I develop with Facebook's back end. <laughs> well, like, what? You, can you can you tell me one off the top of your head, uh, maybe? One of, of the bugs. Sure. Yeah. I'm staring at one right now. I don't have any new activity or any new notifications, but I have a little bright red number next to my activity that says I have 37. <laughs> <sighs> yep, that sounds like Facebook. Yeah, and then I, I shared a post last night, and it was up on our page for like five minutes, and then it said, uh, posting attempts timed out. <laughs> it wasn't on there, and I was like, okay, awesome. Oh, no. 90% of social media work is knowing all the different idiosyncrasies of, of the different platforms. Because, like, Hootsuite was having trouble. Uh, we, we had a rash of, like, a weekend where um, none of my stuff was getting posted because I, I had scheduled it all through Hootsuite. And it turned out Hootsuite was having like some sort of outage that weekend um, to where any of the, the Twitter posts, of which I had banked about 30, um, that had been banked like on a certain day at a certain time, had been like wiped. And so <laughs> oh, no. I was like, oh my god, really? And so now I'm like paranoid and, and don't ever schedule tweets with Hootsuite anymore. And yeah, like I said, a healthy level of paranoia is good for a social media manager. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like using third party stuff. I can't even get my my own custom coded third party stuff to work, so I'm not gonna use somebody else's that I don't I know like about. Dashboard. I like the dashboard for Hootsuite. Um but that's that's about it, it helps it helps with management or or sort of visualization of what's going on. But in terms of actually like scheduling stuff, I really hope that Twitter um will implement that soon. Yeah. Yeah, what what was it that I... Oh yeah, I for our blog, I set up a Twitter thing, so it tweets when we put a new post out. I've had to do it manually every single time. It's like, come on, work! It worked every time I tested. Every single time, but I put it live on the site. Nothing. Yep. That's how it always works. Social, social media. Computers. Technology. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go become a farmer or something. Well, well then I'll have to learn about tractors and all the all the problems with them. I, I grew up on a farm it. helping fix tractors, so you know I could uh, I have that diverse skill set. So even oh, if no. my comedian goes down the tubes, I have a uh, horse farming to fall back on. Perfect. Yeah, you can you can come help me with my my indie farm. Right. 
Perfect. So have, have you gotten any questions? I haven't. Um, I don't know how many people, like, I don't, I don't know if there's a way to track how many are listening at, at one time um, for your channel, but no, I haven't gotten anybody. Yeah, no, there, it's a combination of, like, it's the first broadcast that we've done in a couple months, and uh, we didn't, we didn't market it too much this week, so, because we, we weren't even sure if we were doing a show, because our, our original interview had, had, uh, cut out, um, but, uh, or well, cut out. Yeah, no, we, we haven't quite gotten that far yet, because we are like, okay, we got, we have the first four interviews down, alright, we're, we've got a few scheduled out far, let's, we should start getting back up soon, and then, first broadcast, actually, could we do it closer to the game's release date? I'm really busy right now. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. Well, no one at IndieBox has a social life, so, uh, if you ever, if you ever need anybody, you <laughs> my email. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. It was it was super great. I I was thinking about asking you guys, and I was like, I don't I don't want to bother them. They're really busy with boxing, and then the new offer, and I was like, yes, yes, we have somebody. Yay. Yeah, I wasn't even sure who. I I was thinking about just canceling it because uh, usually Ian Ian's the co-host of the show, and he's actually uh, in a play. Uh, he's still in high school. He's a senior. Um, so he's in a play right now, like acting. I think at this this very moment. I think it starts in three minutes or something. But oh, awesome. yeah, or else he would have would have jumped on. But no, it, this has been a been a pretty good show. Uh, let's let's check the social media for me. Twitter. Yeah, nothing. You guys are all quiet. Breaking my heart. It's okay. I'm used to, uh, uh, there was one time, my first artist interview I ever did, live on air, uh, was the only time she could make it was the absolute deadest time for <laughs> us at the station. Um, we had, like, four listeners at that hour. That is literally the number of people we had, and that was, like, at peak. There were, there were multiple times where we had zero. Um, and we knew that because the stream online. And so I literally had to leave the booth, run outside into the student center, and, like, pretend like I had given away her CD to someone who's got a question right. Just to make her not embarrassed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She was like, oh, my God, this is the best day ever. Someone got a question right about my CD. And I was like, dude, I will buy you pizza later if you pretend like you just got this right and you're super excited. He's like, deal. I don't know who you are, but yes. And, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I am, I am, I am full, full of stories. But, um, but, yeah, no, I mean, even, even if no one's listening... Even if you're, you know, that's, that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad I was able to help you out. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we do get listens in the, the archive. Um, typically, like, between 100 to 300. So people people will listen, they'll find out about IndieBox. And uh, we're also doing a, uh, a two-page spread in uh, Indie Power Mag for you guys. I've been... Oh, no. Designing that. If you, if, yeah, if you ever need any content or assets for that, just let us know. Yep, alright, sounds good.
So, wow. There's usually at least a person in the IRC. <sighs> nobody, nobody wants an indie box today. I, I'm guessing everybody already has one, right? I, I think that's gotta be it. Every every person on earth has managed to purchase an indie box during the uh, what fourteen whole hours I've been out of the office. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys had a secret stash in the back of of a million. Totally. Yep. Totally. Alright, well, uh, is there anything else that you want to mention about IndieBox? Any, anything off the top of your head that um, you just want to blurt out to the world? We are, uh, we love our IndieBox family. Uh, you guys are how we, uh, how we spread the word. So, if you know anyone who is looking for a really great Christmas present, um, tell them to subscribe at theindiebox.com. Um, Brutal Legend is going to go limited numbers on sale in our store sometime soon, um, but that is going to be in a limited number. We're not releasing all the ones that are left at the same time. So um, keep an ear out for that. That announcement is going to be going out um, in not too terribly long. Um, thank you to everyone who's doing an unboxing photo or an unboxing video. We have gotten some really freaking cool ones, including one that featured the most comfortable chair I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> and another one where someone put, um, the lanyard, the, the, the roadie lanyard on his dog, which was the fluffiest unboxing picture that we've ever gotten. Um, and the third probably, uh, we, we, and we may send out awards for this next month. We may track down the people with the best unboxing pictures. And, like, in their box, they will get some sort of, like, really terribly, like, printed out, like, not even with colored ink certificate that says, you know, the best, uh, the best unboxing picture with whatever in it. With, with a typo and, like, permanent marker through it, and then you fix it, right? Totally. Um, and then they got an extremely tasteful flower arrangement in the back. Um, the, the random things in the background of unboxing pictures are the best, and you guys are awesome, and thank you so much for sticking along, you know, on this journey with us. We hope you will tell all of your friends to subscribe because as long as your friends are subscribing, um, we are, you know, still making money and still able to um, put out all those boxes. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, you can find them at theindiebox.com. They uh, currently still have uh, copies of Luftrausers, uh, Mousecraft, Forced, Scapegoat 2, and the first game that they gave out, or, well, sold, I mean, uh, Tesla Grad is sold out, but you can still pick up okay, the other ones. We are, we are running out of Escape Goat. Um, <gasps> I believe we only have about 10 copies left. 10 copies. Get on it, guys. Get on it. All right, so yeah, um, super cool stuff. I think that's that's about it. So I'm going to jump into the credits, and uh, Liv, if you want to stay around for a couple minutes, we can, we can chat or whatnot, but... Uh, Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 48 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live on 1000 mics and was recorded using Adosti. Our next broadcast will be November 22nd, featuring an interview with Nina Freeman. Thank you again for listening, and have a fantastic weekend.